You're listening to Stream Wars, your source for everything there is to know about the global live streaming industry. Here we'll share insights and trends gleaned from interviews with top streamers, experts, and industry professionals. And now your host, VP of live streaming at The Meat Group and former professional live streamer, Lauren Hallinan. Happy Thanksgiving week. As a token of our gratitude for all the support you have shown the podcast so far, we're giving you a bonus episode. It's a follow-up to our last episode where I spoke with Kevin Gunger, program manager at The Meat Group, about why YouTubers aren't always good live streamers. In this episode, Mackenzie Troiano and Anthony Lario, two of our talent specialists at The Meat Group, share tips, tactics, and mindset shifts specifically for YouTubers and other content creators who would like to start live streaming. Of course, current live streamers are sure to find their suggestions helpful as well. Some of the things we talk about include, what does it feel like to live stream for the first time? The difference between live streaming on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live versus a pure live streaming platform. Why developing your emotional intelligence can help you become a top streamer. And why you need to stop overthinking it and just be yourself when you're live streaming. Mackenzie and Anthony are super high energy. It's a fun conversation and I hope you'll enjoy it. Let's get right into it. Here's Mackenzie and Anthony. Hi guys, welcome to the Stream Wars podcast. I'm really excited because we're actually recording an episode in person, yes. which we've never done before, so this is super exciting. Yes, um, live in action in the studio. Exactly, it, right? exactly. <laughs> so why don't you guys start off by introducing yourself and explain what's your, your role here at the Meet Group. Yeah, so um, my name is Mackenzie. I am a talent development specialist here at the Meet Group. Um, basically, it's my job to recruit new live streamers and groom them to be the best live streamer that they could possibly be, um, giving them tips and tricks. Um, and then I also work on the retention side of things. So I'm working with our top streamers, making sure that they have everything they need to succeed, um, working with them on our top badge um, program, super fun, sending out uh, little goodies to them when they hit our milestones. It's really exciting stuff. Yeah, I have the same position as Mackenzie. I'm also a talent development specialist specifically for the apps Meet Me and Scout. The mm-hmm. way that I like to look at it is similar to Mackenzie, like almost like a talent scout or a talent manager. So, um, you know, recruiting cool people to come onto the app, um, somebody who fits kind of like that live streaming persona or already working with people on the app who are either low on trending or are new and, you know, help them, you know, monetize to their fullest potential and hopefully get their way up to a top edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wanted to have you guys on because you guys are in the trenches dealing with streamers yes. day in and day, day out day. and understanding their their concerns, their experiences. So I want to talk to you today, you know, about lately more and more content creators on other platforms are becoming interested in live streaming. Why do you think that a, a YouTuber or an Instagrammer would be interested in starting to live stream. Yeah, I, I think, it, of course, it's cross-promotional advertising. So if you're in the social media trenches as it is, I think that 
you know, somebody who's a YouTube star or an Instagram influencer, what they want to do is get their name out there in as many ways as possible in order to cross promote their other platforms. So if I'm like a successful Instagram influencer and I want more people to click on my Instagram profile, of course, any way to get my face out there or name would be, you know, would, would help you a ton. Definitely ideal. I think that um, going along with that, um, really anything that you can do to become feed famous. um, I know that's a term that we're going to probably be thrown around a lot today. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you explain what is feed famous? (laughs) So feed famous to me, um, I'm definitely not the only, you know, only subject matter expert on this. But um, for me, feed famous is somebody that is a social media influencer that's going to be out there promoting themselves, promoting their brand um, to the world. And they've got a following behind them. And I think that a lot of influencers, um, whether it be Instagrammers or YouTubers or live streamers, they're just looking for, you know, a lot of us are looking to be feed famous. We're looking for people to notice us. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back, um, in order to be feed famous, you need your face out there. So Mm -hmm. whatever platform, just like Anthony said, whatever platform you can do to get yourself more visibility is definitely key. 100%. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, we're saying there's obviously some reasons why they would want to try live streaming, but why do you think that a lot of YouTubers end up having difficulty with live streaming? What are some (laughs) issues that they might face? You know, what's the difference between creating a YouTube video versus live streaming? You know, maybe you could talk about those areas. Definitely. So for me, what I think is a huge, um, something that could definitely deter somebody from, um, from live streaming, um, in the sense of from going from YouTube to, um, a live streaming platform is, that there's not any chance to edit. Um, you can't filter things. You have to be on the spot. You have to be engaging. Um, you can't be engaging after the fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all in real, the moment. Yeah, it's, it's all, all in the moment. Yeah, and I think especially YouTube comedians, which I think is saturated throughout YouTube, they rely a lot on not only edits, but like extreme edits, like jump cuts mm-hmm. or music or like flashbacks mm-hmm. and like slow mo, speed up. Like a lot of their comedy isn't so much the content or dialogue, it's very heavily reliant on the production. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So then when they transfer over to the live stream, you have to have that inherent kind of interactive personality. They're not interacting when you're in front of a camera. You're interacting to an invisible audience. It's very different when the audience is visible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's um, live streaming is a production in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a talent. It's an art um, that needs to be crafted, and you need to you know take some skill, some you know things that can be learned, of course. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it is that initial. Um, I think that sometimes. YouTubers, when they try to live stream, get um, get spooked <laughs> for a lack of better words mm. because there, you know, there's so much going on in a live stream. There's so much um, stimulus happening. You mm-hmm. know, you've got uh, you've got people commenting. You've got gifts flying around. Yeah. You've got people asking if they can get in your box. Um, you know, you're 
the streamer box uh, to the stream mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've explained the concept before. It's like a, it's almost like FaceTiming. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. It's like a, a, a video within a video. A so you can have someone show. on as like a guest. And, and yeah, so you might be dealing with how do I talk to this person, but also look at the comments. And then like you said, maybe the gifts right. pop up. It's yeah. crazy. And also mm-hmm. I think that these, not only YouTubers, but like reality stars or mm-hmm. musicians, they utilize live streaming but not through a platform that's solely for live streaming for example one of the real housewives after an episode airs they might utilize instagram live to interact with fans about what they thought about the episode Mm -hmm. the difference is is that those people who are watching their live stream know them already Mm -hmm. from that show or like Mm -hmm. taylor swift live streaming after a concert on either youtube or instagram or facebook live Mm -hmm. the people watching her stream know her already Mm -hmm. and have content-based and personality-based questions for that person Mm -hmm. the difference with something like let's say meet me or untagged for example like you might not know that person. It's all mm-hmm. getting to know somebody on a first-hand basis, not with prior knowledge of their content before. So that's where influencers or YouTubers might get tripped up a little bit, is mm-hmm. that their face might not be recognizable to the people that mm-hmm. they're live streaming for. You know, live streaming does take skill, right? Yeah. It, it seems like you're just like chilling out, talking to the camera, but really it's a lot more than that. So what are some skills that people need to develop if they want to become a a top live streamer? And maybe, you kind of mentioned this, but how might this be different than the skills that you need to develop to be a a YouTuber? Mm -hmm. Something Mackenzie and I were talking about earlier is improv. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like you have to have good improv improvisational skills in order to be a good live streamer. I think you have to be able to think on your feet. You have to be able to remember names. You have to be able to remember very specific things about people who come into your stream often. Um, You have to be just (laughs) quick-witted. I mean, it's it's all very quick. It's all like Mm, sensory, like snap, snap, snap. Yeah. I always used to explain it like when, when I was live streaming and I was trying to explain to people like, why it's so exhausting and intensive to do a live stream. I was like, imagine if you go to a cocktail party of a thousand people and half of those people are trying to talk to you all at once. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that's literally what it is. Like, or, or imagine you're um, like, I don't want to say I'm a, like a, a movie star, but imagine like a movie star walking down the runway and all the press want to talk to them. Yeah. And they're like answering this question, then this question, then this question. And there's like the lights flashing everywhere. I mean, of course, there's not lights, but, you know, no, that's, no, a gift like, is kind of like a light, you know, yeah. like it's just there's a there's all this stimulus. And that's kind of what it feels like to be a live streamer. You're, you're like and, and, and you want to give your attention to each person. You don't want to be flippant. You, you want to actually sincerely answer the question, but then in your mind, you just saw another question come across and you're like, hold on to that thought. Yeah. And I'll answer that one in a moment yeah. and also sincerely answer that one. Yeah. You know? So say that you want to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And when, when there's 500 people coming at you at one time, it's hard to make everybody happy. Somebody that's high energy, positive, um, is going to do really well on mm-hmm. the app. Somebody that can make you have to be a people person, really. Mm-hmm. You have to make people feel special. Mm-hmm. You need to have that. Yeah. You want to bring somebody into your live stream. You want to make them feel a part of your live stream. I think that that's something really important to mm-hmm. um, for people trying to, you know, that are trying to start out or anything to take away. Yeah, it's those interpersonal communication skills as well. You have to 
not only respond to somebody, but before you respond to them, understand what response they might like. So mm-hmm. putting yourself into somebody else's shoes in order to create that empathy or that perspective in order to be able to effectively communicate with them. Which are all skills that as a YouTuber, you don't really develop. And then, you know, they go into the comments afterwards and they can slowly yeah. right. answer the comments. And they don't like, have to if they a, don't want. They don't have to right. answer anybody. Most of them don't. A lot they of do. them, you know, yeah. PR team. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. they, they're the ones that are responding to comments and Twitter messages. Yeah, and, and they'll delete negative comments, which is something that's, I mean, you can have a bouncer in your live stream, but it's something that you really can't avoid. You get negative feedback all the time to somebody's mm-hmm. face. You have to be, um, you have to have a thick skin, I think. Too. Yeah, resilience is a big thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, just, you know, tell them they need a virtual hug and send them on their way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's definitely a subculture that I've noticed. I mean, I think that it's a subculture of immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. Um, It's people who want their need for human connection met, but not only do they want it met, they want it met right now. Um, It's not something that's foreseeable to the future. It's right now, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, that's another reason why I think um, YouTubers might want to consider live streaming mm-hmm. um, is because, you know, in the past, we, um, you know, people were okay with YouTube. You know, maybe they update once a week, twice a week. You know, we can watch the video and then wait wait till the next one comes out. But we've seen, you know, people's attention spans are getting shorter. Mm-hmm. They want stuff now, you know. And so live streaming is you probably your favorite streamer. If they want to be a top streamer, um, they need to be gone pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. So you can get that you know, that entertainment, that interaction, that community every single day, as opposed to a YouTuber, which might only be two or three times a week. It's a little bit more distant. It's funny. You see the trend on YouTube now. Um, Content creators are making videos five days, six days, seven days a week, Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. Because um, what we like to say, you know, consistency is king. Um, The moment that you stop creating content, you're not relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, In the, you know... In the entertainment business, that goes with um, actors, actresses, models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The minute that you stop doing and st- mm-hmm. or s- your face is not there, people forget. It's yeah. They move on. And I think that, um, yeah, it's something super cool about live streaming because you can see that it's all moving towards live streaming mm-hmm. yeah. with the um, with the content creators making videos every single day. What's the mm-hmm. next thing? It's live, live streaming. streaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only, I mean, you can't end up doing like, then what's going to happen? You're going to be two, doing two or three videos a day? Like, right. no, the next step is this. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's interesting, people who join live streaming that haven't had any YouTube experience before, who haven't had any Instagram influencing experience. This is their... I mean, it's not just dipping your toes into the pool. It's like diving in head first. Like, (laughs) this is the all-encompassing of immediate connection through media. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of want to wrap things up by, uh, you know, if there's a YouTuber out there that's interested in getting into live streaming, but they're feeling like it's really daunting, obviously it's very different than what they're used to. So what are a couple tips that you have for them, whether it's a, a mindset tip, a, like a more actionable tip, um, what are some things that you think they should keep in mind if they're going to start live streaming? I think the main thing is to be, um, be, don't be flexible with your brand. 
That that's the you, you want to have a backbone. Mm-hmm. I think that the worst thing that somebody could do was to start live streaming and get distracted by all the comments and the immediate feedback coming in and start to be flexible with their brand and not stand with their values for whatever it is, whether they're a comedian, whether they're more preachy, TED Talk type, whether they're a makeup artist, like don't give up what you are going on media to do. Because if you do, then you're essentially rebuilding your entire brand and then you're going to be known for something completely different than what are you doing walking around with a couple of different personalities within the media. So I think you got to be, have a backbone. My biggest tip would just be People will resonate with the often, you know, your authentic self. So be you. I think people get caught up, especially in YouTube, with putting out this image of themselves. And the most, our best live streamers are the ones that are authentically themselves. That people just it resonates with them. It. It's attractive. It's Mm -hmm. an attractive quality being yourself and people relate to you better. And Mm -hmm. that is the key is the relatableness. Relatability. Yeah. Like they can, they can pick out a fake and within a matter of seconds, like you have to be authentic, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Don't be, yeah, yeah, don't be afraid of it. Um, I think that it can be, it's very daunting Mm. the first time going live. I remember my first time going live, I was so nervous and I sat and I was just, I was thinking, that surprises me about you. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was so nervous because um, I wanted the big thing, I wanted people to like my live stream. I mm-hmm. wanted people to Yeah, I wanted them to like you. Yeah, I wanted to be liked by them and mm-hmm. I didn't want to disappoint anybody and it was just it was all in my head. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. I needed to do, you know, I sat and I was like, what am I gonna do? What what can I do content wise? Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it ended up being I got on live, I just went with it. And I started talking about a movie that I was gonna go yeah. see and people were coming back and forth with yes. things and it was just so stop overthinking it. Yeah, like the worst thing, and that's what don't I, freeze. That's why I think really inherently creative people might have a problem with live streaming right away because it's not a bad thing to overthink with other things like creating a YouTube video or songwriters. You have to overthink mm-hmm. because you, you want to re pre plan your content, but when it comes to stepping out there and doing it live, you can't overthink. So mm-hmm. it's a crazy juxtaposition, but they're both such mainstream kind of media platforms right now so it's crazy how there's two different tactics to go about each one definitely mm-hmm. awesome well these are some really great tips thank you guys hi everyone i hope you enjoyed that episode with Mackenzie and anthony if you're a streamer and want to get more streaming advice tune into their live show talent team thursday on meet me tagged and scout every thursday at 3 p.m eastern standard time And if you're liking the Stream Wars podcast, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Thanks, and talk to you next time.